0: hi hello welcome back
1: welcome back
0: this is going to be interesting. It is. We're going to be doing a different kind of a take because unlike our beautiful Maureen Prescott, this only has one movie and...
1: It's actually a, a good thing this is only one movie. Yeah, well, what else could happen?
0: <laughs> you know, actually... No, it's a good thing that it's a one movie. I was trying to see like the silver lining in it.
1: They actually did have plans for sequels.
0: Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that's in my fun facts. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. We're going to try something different today. We want to read you the story. Uh, courtesy of wikipedia we're gonna
1: just blast through the story because the story is so meh it's also there's not much to it it's not complicated no so we're just gonna blast through the story and then just yell about things
0: we're kind of more interested on things that are not about the two main characters (laughs) like the whole society
1: yeah the the world they built in this movie let's call it a world and built
0: of course because this movie predicted three different things big things one taco bell winning the franchise wars It's true. COVID-19.
1: Social distancing (laughs) is very apparent in this movie.
0: And Arnold Schwarzenegger actually they called him a president but he was a governor. So the fact that this movie did three different things from 1993 (laughs) maybe we should be looking at this movie a little bit more what our world could potentially look like after (laughs) COVID-19. That's what I'm seeing.
1: uh, So what you're saying is this is a Just we're just glaring to the future by watching this movie.
0: Absolutely,
1: because I mean, Taco Bell's are still open, but so is all fast food.
0: True, but they are winning the franchise wars in my mind. Anyway, (laughs) I actually I would say that Taco Bell is probably the most unique.
1: Yeah, no, they definitely do weirder shit.
0: Yeah, they cater to that drunk, stoned audience, Yeah, which is very big.
1: <laughs> yeah, while McDonald's will do one new thing a year, no, yeah. not even a year, and it'll be like, a, oh, a bigger Big Mac. <laughs> I
0: know, it's a joke.
1: Yeah, they, I mean, at least... Like, I don't like Burger
0: King, but they try shit. Taco they have Bell. Halloween Whoppers, and that's why they kind of get, like, a little soft spot for me, but <laughs> Burger King's disgusting. It's not good. It's not good. I just really don't like it. And I remember when we did, like, <laughs> it was, like, two years ago, we did, like, a blind taste test of burgers, and I knew immediately it was Burger King. Yeah. Because you could taste that, like, weird fake flame broiled yeah. taste.
1: Both of you, like, I remember Michael was so, like, ooh, about the, the Wendy's, yeah. and then he was like, that was my favorite burger, and I'm like, yeah, it's fucking Wendy's, asshole. Because Wendy's is great. Because Wendy's is so good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck. McDonald's is has the best nuggets. Like I feel but like it some, has to
1: be with sweet and sour.
0: Well, yeah, but I uh, yes, I agree with that. But I think even plain though, I think they have the best nugget McDonald's. I think
1: if I had to eat them plain, probably Wendy's.
0: Interesting. I would rather eat McDonald's plain yeah. than Wendy's. Wendy's, I feel like I need a sauce.
1: I, I feel like I need a sauce with McDonald's.
0: That's funny. Yeah. God, I feel like I just learned or discovered something new I know, about this you. Just us
1: getting divorced.
0: I think. So. We just passed our 12-year anniversary, but maybe we should consider seeing other people.
1: I mean, maybe we could find people that, that saw the same. Wow.
0: It was nice knowing you during this uh, apocalypse.
1: It was an experience. <laughs> 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 All right. This isn't the, the food cast. <laughs> what is happening? Oh,
0: my God. All right. Anyway, point is, we're going to try something a little bit different today. We're going to blast through the story, and then we're going to kind of talk about some of our, like, more unique scenes yeah. that maybe... The
1: things we wrote down, and we're like, what? Yeah,
0: That I feel like need to be expanded upon. Yeah. Because what is presented to you, I have so many questions and none of it gets answered ever.
1: (laughs) Because this is just an action movie, even though there's not that much action. There's only a few big like action scenes. I
0: could agree to that. Literally the name of Demolition Man. There are a lot of explosions, but they're few and far between. Yeah. Compared to like how it could have been.
1: Yeah, it's called Demolition Man, and not only do they title drop four times in the movie, they say, "Oh, he's the Demolition Man," and they like look at the camera in a freeze frame like. Hey, hey. It's weird. The movie was supposed to be like cheesy kind of deal, like that was on purpose. It
0: was. Oh, it was.
1: Yeah, it, they were oh, aware of the cheesiness. Thank God. Um,
0: okay. I thought someone was walking in there being like, "I'm pissing excellence." <laughs> 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 this is literally dripping out of my balls. That's how good it is. Wow. <laughs> gonna impregnate seven models because i made this masterpiece my seed needs to live on that's what i assumed the director was screaming i'm sure they did (laughs) but now that you're telling me that they all knew it was a joke they were actually was this a comic book i have no fucking clue nick if you can answer say it now
1: (laughs) (laughs) if not you are wrong and cotton's still great
0: we're
1: gonna do that every episode now aren't we
0: oh i'm shouting nick out every time every time everyone's is... gonna be like who the fuck is nick
1: and we're like yeah <laughs> yeah
0: exactly i don't think this was um a... no i don't think so good <laughs> it, it was just an american science fiction film and it was directed by marco brambia or brambilla i guess however it tickles you i guess you yeah. could pronounce it he actually made another movie but it was a segment of a movie so I guess this is really and his only. That's
1: the film. end of his list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it says a lot actually. And it kind about of makes it. sense, actually.
0: You know what? The budget for this was forty-five to seventy-seven million, and somewhere in that ballpark. That's a
1: huge range.
0: But the box office was one hundred fifty-nine point one, so it doubled it, its money. It so made it money, money,
1: but people were just kind of like, Meh.
0: Oh, some aspects of the film allude to a dystopian novel, Brave New World, by Aldous Huxley.
1: Oh, there was also. Um, uh, when I was looking through the... Is
0: that why her name is Huxley? Huxley? Actually, cool. yeah. it's a connection.
1: Yeah. It was also when I was doing my IMDb dig yeah. for all the stupid trivia. Apparently this was like stolen from a book.
0: Oh, this whole concept. Yeah.
1: Interesting. And the person that wrote the book knew about it Yeah. and was like, yeah, it's my book, but I don't have money to fight against Hollywood. I wonder but if it's this not I think he's okay with it because they did just a shit job.
0: <laughs> wow so then i wonder if it's this one aldous huxley
1: it could be it's a possibility
0: did it say in the imdb who it was
1: yeah it said the person's name but it wasn't huxley it wasn't that easy to remember
0: so not the same person but ice van nimir i'm probably butchering that but he was a hungarian science fiction writer that was the one that you're talking about it was based on his novel fight of the dead yeah Haltag harka is what it's actually <laughs> called that's interesting huh
1: okay yep hollywood stole it well, so someone sold it to hollywood
0: Honestly, though, you know, that could have just been also pure coincidence as well. We don't know. Um, I mean... But it... I mean, I just quickly read the synopsis of this dude's thing and it kind of sounded very similar to what we're talking about. So yeah, it probably did happen. Coincidences only go so far in Hollywood. Very true. Right? Huxley, though, that's interesting because Huxley is actually the last name of Sandra Bullock's character in this. So that's definitely a connection to Brave New World for sure. Okay. So with that said, uh, we're going to be doing this kind of new format where we're just going to read and we're just going to bullshit or whatever about it. Let's well, know how you feel yeah. Let us
1: know if you like this for like kind of just one offs that aren't super story based because we might do this for more like action movies. Yeah, because there's never really a story in action movies. It's always you can explain it in literally two minutes,
0: (laughs) right? Until I kind of drag it out in an hour podcast, kind of or more than an hour. It's it's a little nuts, but I think if it's a series, I'd rather we'll keep it how we storyboard it because you know we want to talk more about the characters and and the
1: scenes and some of the developments and all the other shit that happens. See, I
0: like that portion. This because it's a one-off it's like I feel like we can get kind of bogged down in the weeds and we actually did record this once and then it didn't really go so well because almost about two hours in and we were like just talking about all the things that we want to talk about today because we talked about them at great length yeah we did and then we kind of got confused with ourselves we were like what part of the story are we missing and then we're like, oh, this this
1: is great. Okay. And like, yeah, the, <laughs> the story that doesn't exist. We yeah. We're, we were, we're worried like, about fuck. That.
0: All right. We, we want to also make this very enjoyable to listen to as well. Yeah, so. Easy
1: to listen to. Yeah. So if you, for some reason, have never watched this movie and are still listening to this, you can kind of almost know what's going on.
0: Exactly. But also
1: remember the entire time, a lot of this shit doesn't make sense <laughs> and is mentioned once and then they never talk about it again. Absolutely. So it's, it's like a, a, a lot of that. Like a movie. Exactly. It's a lot yeah. of that.
0: Without further ado, let's talk about the movie
1: oh my god i thought you'd never ask <laughs> you never said welcome back to dead and bored
0: sorry that was our cold open
1: cold open <laughs> <laughs> welcome back i'm
0: dead and i'm bored yeah <laughs> what is that yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah sorry guys this is the uh podcast where we talk about movies poorly <laughs> yes <laughs> That's our (laughs) tagline. All caps. In
1: 1996, career criminal Simon Phoenix kidnaps a number of hostages and takes refuge with his gang in an abandoned building. LAPD Sergeant John Spartan uses a thermal scan of the building. Finding no trace of the hostages, he leads an unauthorized assault to capture Phoenix. Phoenix sets off a series of explosives that demolish the building, and the hostages' corpses are found in the rubble. Phoenix claims Spartan knew about the hostages and attacked anyway. Both men are incarcerated in the city's new California. California Cryo Penitentiary, where they are cryogenically frozen and exposed to subliminal rehabilitation techniques. In
0: 2032, Phoenix is thawed for a parole hearing and he escapes after uttering a secret password without knowing exactly how he had gained such knowledge. Lieutenant Lenina Huxley has Spartan thawed to help stop Phoenix. She explains to Spartan that San Angeles, a metropolis that combines former Los Angeles, San Diego, and Santa Barbara, is a peaceful utopia and the police are no longer equipped to deal with violent crime. Spartan finds a new future depressing and oppressive human behavior is tightly controlled physical contact and swearing are illegal and anything else deemed bad is also banned including drugs cigarettes and intoxication likewise others on the police force find spartan's behavior brutish and uncivilized
1: spartan anticipates that phoenix will attempt to secure firearms he and huxley head to a museum and find phoenix already there phoenix escapes armed to the teeth and encounters dr raymond kato Sorry, Dr. Raymond Cocteau, the evangelist pseudo-pacifist who has been running San Angeles since the great earthquake of 2010. To his confusion... Phoenix finds that he is unable to shoot Cocteau, who reveals that he had orchestrated Phoenix's escape all along. As a safety measure, Cocteau implanted a command that prevents Phoenix from harming him. Cocteau wants Phoenix to assassinate Edgar Friendly, the leader of a resistance group called the Scraps, that rebels against his faction.
0: Spartan and Huxley witness this exchange on security cameras and review the cryo prison records. To their shock, they find that Phoenix's rehabilitation program has been replaced with combat training programs and the information necessary for his escape. Spartan Spartan meets with the Scraps in time to ward off an attack by Phoenix and other criminals who have been thawed out of the cryosleep to help assassinate Friendly. Phoenix taunts Spartan, gloating that he, Phoenix, has killed the 1996 hostages before setting off the bomb, and Spartan has therefore spent 36 years in prison for no reason. Phoenix escapes. Spartan arms himself with the help from the Scraps. Can I have a gun? Can I have another gun? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's exactly what happens. Uh, why does he do that can I have a gun can, can I have another, another gun why,
1: why is he just like can I have two guns That's, <laughs> we're jumping ahead we have one more right, end of ahead. the movie go, 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 go. sorry Phoenix returns to Dr. Cocteau with his men and has one of them kill Cocteau they return to cryo prison and begin to thaw out more convicts Bart enters the prison alone to fight Phoenix, despite Huxley's insistence that she should accompany him, heavily damaging the facility in the process. He uses the cryogenic chemical to freeze and kill Phoenix. He kicks his head off. He does. Spartan escapes the prison as it explodes. The police fear that the loss of Cocteau and the cryo prison will end society as they know it. But Spartan suggests that they and the Scraps should work together to combine the best aspects of order and personal freedom. Danny kisses Huxley, and the two go off together.
0: That's the story. For me, it was more of a price is right. It was like, and a little bit of Bailey Sarian when she does her little sha sha sha. So, never mind. Only makeup people. I've never seen the Bailey. She's great. I've heard. Everyone likes her. Yeah, she's good. She's a good time. As you can see, the story is a very one note story. It's a classic action movie. You know, two people get frozen in time. (laughs) They both wake up. One obviously is way more powerful than the other one. So the things that really interest me in this movie was the one. Let's talk about the cryogenic uh, pre- prison. We have to. So I think what my favorite thing was is that this movie was directed in 1993 but it's supposed to look like 1996 and 1996 is a hellhole and in LA everything is on fire it's just on fire and just like everybody is a criminal it was basically the purge before the purge ever happened yeah. and it's run by criminals and it's terrible so I found it kind of interesting that their solution <laughs> to all of this was cryogenically freezing all these people to have this rehabilitation of them under ice which I feel like is kind of cruel in a way way because if like you're there for 70 years or whatever your sentencing was john spartan sentencing was 70 years to be under ice it's kind of cruel to do that for you to wake up to have everything that you love dead yeah and you still look the same as if you were 35 or however old you were when you got put under. But that's kind of really fucked up, actually. I know, it's, it's
1: pretty fucked because it's like, hey, not only are you not aging. Yeah. But also, they even mention in the movie that you're supposed to like be a... Perfect sleep—you don't know. It's just like you just wake up, yes. and then it's whenever you're up for parole, they thaw you out, wheel you into a room, and talk to you, right? And then potentially throw you back in the freezer, which is seems like a lot. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: it seems it is a lot. Yeah, we find out that you're supposed to be asleep during this whole process, but John Spartan, which is played by Sylvester Salome, he did not—he did not fall asleep. He was actually awake for those years. To me, that would actually make much more sense to actually be awake, like, conscious.
1: Yes, that well, to me
0: that's much more fucked up. That's
1: yeah, you're sitting there you're frozen yeah and she he even mentions that like he's all his wife, like, banging on the... Uh, to a
0: frozen popsicle of the husband. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, yeah, the uh, the wife was, like, banging on the yeah. ice or something. They so don't show it, but no. they allude to it or so whatever. So you're
1: just there, like, oh, you're like, oh, shit. So he just sat there and was frozen and then
0: that's it. To me, it would make way more sense to have them awake than to have them asleep. Because if they were asleep, then they basically got to kill at least 75 fucking people. Nobody gives a shit. And then they just like, wake up. You were put to sleep the whole time.
1: But also, that seems inefficient only because Because, like, they're not aging. It's like, yeah, you're rehabilitating them through, like, fucking with their brain, but how do you know they're still not gonna be, like, a psychopath? That's a good question.
0: Well, I think the rehabilitation, I think they were supposed to
1: remove negative stuff, like habits, and and then replace it with. Well,
0: yeah, because he said something like, you find out that Sylvester Stallone's rehabilitation program, because since he was under, was he loved knitting. I guess his career at that point, when he was gonna get thought out, was supposed to be, like, of a seamstress or, I guess, or a tailor. I guess a tailor. He yeah. said seamstress, but it would be a tailor. So I find it interesting that when he would get anxious or angry, he would just immediately go and he was like, I just wanted to like knit something. So I think, yes, they were taking out the negative parts by putting in something like really docile, like you're going to be fucking knitting the rest of your life.
1: But while he did have the urge to knit and all that shit. Yeah. He still was able to just shoot things property damage and all that shit
0: which makes me wonder was it because he didn't finish that's what i think i think because he wasn't under completely for the 70 years and he only got like half the time yeah that maybe he wasn't fully ready fully
1: complete yeah. so
0: he was kind of like so they
1: added the new ones yes. and didn't get to replace everything correct that's still holy shit that seems like a lot
0: it's yeah i know <laughs> like it kind of makes sense aspects of it but to me it would have made much more sense had they been um allowing somebody to shot into to space <laughs> <laughs> allowing somebody to stay awake throughout the whole process because to me that's Torture. even more fucked up yeah. because this is what you did like you this is the you know whatever the cause like whatever the situation that you did like whether you kill somebody or whatever you're gonna stay awake now for fucking 70 years yeah and, and like, you can't move you can't move you, you're never gonna age like your mind's progressing or whatever but like that's a fucking mental prison right yes. there that made much more sense than putting someone to sleep i felt like someone's getting off but easily. that's
1: a one-way ticket to madness i know like even with them fucking with your brain how would that not have like long-term effects i know we're getting too much into something they talked about for literally I, nine minutes. I ag-
0: i agree with you in that sense that yes it would cause someone to go insane because it would and that's what huxley's character said was like it can go insane if you did that. <laughs> living in your own prison. <laughs> I don't know why she's southern. She wasn't southern that's at all. She, southern. <laughs> no, it totally makes sense. But for me, I feel like if you really want to stick it to somebody, you would fucking you keep would, them away yeah. Which makes me wonder: somebody on the inside purposely did that to him, or maybe they just fucked up. And that's a didn't. possibility. When Sylvester salone in the beginning of the movie, when they show him going into the cryogenic freezer, it actually basically looked like a Tupperware container, and he just like laid down, and they just poured hand sanitizer <laughs> over him, <laughs> and they was like a tasteful almost like he was just covering his nether regions He's
1: just you saw some ass crack but you like didn't yeah. see some junk
0: no you did not see any sort of hot dog like they definitely no. they meshed it together yeah. very well
1: they're like tuck it so we don't see it <laughs> but
0: it really looked like someone just poured just... hair sanitizer all over him and they were like all right just lay there john well, they, <laughs>
1: well it looks like they poured like a giant <laughs> vat of <Yeah>, hand like, <laughs> sanitizer and <they're> like, so ridiculous. I
0: love it. I love it so much. Oh, shit. But the prison was really interesting that, you know, it got to the point where they were just like cryogenically freezing people. Yeah. Like, that's pretty awesome.
1: Also, question. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Because I feel like... Well, yes, the rehabilitation is more advanced. Air quotes, obviously not proven to work, but... Is <laughs> I, it, I,
0: I'm going to say so. <laughs> yes, it's proven to work in those cases?
1: Like 100%. Is it more fiscally sound <laughs> 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 to have a cryo prison than a regular prison? Wouldn't that be way more expensive? <laughs> you have to employ scientists,
0: people yeah. that know how
1: to use that. Yeah. I mean, you need less guards, obviously. Because well, every, yeah. Everyone's I, a fucking popsicle, well, but I, it's like, is it... Is it fiscal? Does it make financial sense to do this?
0: All right. So if we think of it this way, one, these people don't ever eat, right? They yeah. never feed them. So I you, know, cut, they, you they, cut your food cutting food, But you're fucking cryogenically <laughs> no, 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 freezing Listen, them. No, no, I was just trying to talk this out loud of like what actually gets <laughs> cut. So, Why are we doing the pros
1: and cons? <laughs> you're right. This is still going to be two fucking hours, but it's okay. We, we got the story out.
0: <laughs> Fuck, Fuck the story. So fiscal response. <laughs> 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 First of all, that killed me. Yes, they wouldn't have any food.
1: Yeah, okay. So they're not they have no guards. Cheerios
0: out. <laughs> they have no guards. And what happens is when when Simon Phoenix does get up and leave and stuff like that, he kills like 75 fucking people leaving this prison. Nobody's a security guard. Everybody, I believe, was just a scientist. So they had no reason to have security yep. guards or anything like that because this was, you know... A
1: dystopian future.
0: Yes, and everything was like wonderful and lovely and la la blah, blah. No action ever happened. Besides the food bill... They would be using way more fucking power. Who pays for this? Would I guess would like the taxpayers? The tax I guess the taxpayers pay I, for it, absolutely. right? Don't taxpayers pay for prisons anyway? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, like, that, that's a fucking. Yeah. How much are these people make? I in know. This world? What's the, it, why can't we be a part of it? I want a high well, salary. Well, maybe
1: because of the laws <laughs> that we haven't gotten into yet. Yeah. Maybe the all the fees <clears> from that shit goes to support the cryo prison.
0: True. I think you're right in the sense that it's not fiscally responsible, <laughs> probably, or fiscally sound. Definitely not. Um, to run this, because this is probably way more expensive than an actual prison. Because even though you're probably, cutting out it's, it's food fucking... and security guards, security guards would be you know, obviously lower paid than a scientist would. So you're basically running like a fucking billion dollar <laughs> empire yeah, totally. in this fucking cryogenic prison that I don't know how often people get cycled out. Is this only meant for really hardened criminals that have done really horrible shit also in 2010 there was a great earthquake that happened how did that not get destroyed yeah
1: that's what i'm also thinking because they make references to
0: the great big earthquake of 2010 yeah
1: they make references to current like criminals yeah like doesn't he's like Dahmer or whatever yeah
0: jeffrey Dahmer's in there which makes me wonder what happened to the rest of the fucking world
1: there's that like does the rest of the world even still exist
0: right i mean i think jeffrey Dahmer's dead i think right
1: is this like a wayward pines deal where it's like just a town and yeah literally nothing else i mean I think sorry I, to spoil <laughs> i know right
0: i, mean, I think i read the it,
1: books they're really good
0: yeah not the tv, show, the TV don't, shows. don't don't watch
1: the fox Dude. show it's so bad
0: the books are actually really the fucking three good
1: three books are actually really good
0: but i was thinking that too because i was like oh you know what actually if there is no one else like they don't reference any other cities or anything like that and san angeles is actually three cities combined yeah, I know. What happened in New York? Like, is there a New York, or is it well, like I'm a New, to- New York, New Jersey, like a New Jersey, <laughs> Connecticut thing, or whatever? Like, yeah. I don't know. New Connecticut, New Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm living in New Connecticut. Coming at you, New Connecticut. <laughs> but you know, there's a lot of interesting things because they don't reference anything. We're else.
1: expanding way too much. In this movie that talks about things for three and a half minutes. So
0: that's what, that's why I'm saying that we had to get through the story first yeah, because exactly. there's no, no I, way. I feel
1: a weight off my shoulders that I, I don't do. have to talk about Edgar Fredley. <laughs>
0: Yeah, which we'll get to in oh. a second. From this cryogenic prison, you kind of you learn a little bit more about the other main characters that are in this movie, and the other main character being Lenina Huxley, who is Sandra Bullock's character. She has very pencil thin eyebrows. and No, um,
1: you said that every scene she was because it
0: looked like she purposely fucking waxed her eyebrows off and then just took a pencil. And I think that's what '90s eyebrows. I was going to
1: say that was definitely a fashion statement at that. It was time.
0: definitely '90s eyebrows. Thank yeah. God she like just you know let them happen. She let them happen. <laughs> <laughs> Some things should just fucking just never Absolutely. come back. You find. That she is, I believe, is she just a pl- just a police officer or was she a detective? No, she's a lieutenant. She had
1: her own office, so she was definitely important.
0: Yeah, I know. We j- literally just said we it. read it. You okay. heard
1: it. We we forgot because we're
0: <laughs> obviously super. She important. works for the police. <laughs> she's a police officer. She's just very much obsessed with the twenty first century, and she's obsessed with trying to find some sort of action in this town because everything is so nice and light and just no problems is she's fucking bored yeah and so she's just looking for like the next big thing to happen so that she can just like what what the hell is she saying that kicks a ass forgot what the fuck she says
1: well she in the beginning she actually says graffiti brutal graffiti is so bad that she was like, oh. oh, brutal.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: she, yeah, like She gets frothy when something happens.
0: Yeah. She gets frothy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> hey, I didn't write the character. <laughs> Ew.
0: But no, it's true. Like, she is just... Waiting for something to happen. What I thought was really interesting about her character is that Nothing. she was one, was obsessed with making everything that she owned look like a horrible TGI Friday. Oh
1: my God. When they go to her apartment. Oh God. It's Planet Hollywood diarrhea.
0: It really was. Like everything, like a jukebox, like an yeah. alligator with funny sunglasses. Like, hey, it's
1: like a restaurant. <laughs> Street with signs. With shit on the walls, <laughs> but no restaurant. It's just an apartment.
0: I know. I love how she's like, yeah, it took me a long time to like fucking pay for these things like it's like wow worth it right i know the currency in this is credits so there's no dollars or nothing and you can pay for that through your hand so it's kind of actually another thing that it's kind of interesting that we can do now i mean we pay by our phone what's to say that we're not going to be able to pay by our hand soon honestly it's (laughs) like
1: you never know because they just put a chip in their hand and then everything's through that
0: right so we have like a chip in our (laughs) our credit cards but now it's just like chip in the hand, which yeah. is very interesting.
1: And now you can use your credit cards with your phone.
0: It's just kind of really creepy that if you think about this a little bit more about like this movie, how it's just kind of... Too real? Too real in a weird way. Like, yeah, we don't pay for things like with our physical hand, but we have, like, we, we hold things in our hand to pay. Like, we kind of like... We hold things in our hand? <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just broke her. She's
0: yeah. done.
1: A uh, question about the cryo prison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why would you keep the old criminals there so long like why would you sustain them what's the point what do you get out of it my only reasoning is the one reason uh dr Cato yeah. used it was to have him murder people that stand against him yeah so anytime someone would come against Doctor, he would then change the rehabilitation. Basically, make and them then
0: deploy these people. Exactly. Or
1: redeploy these people. Make them a monster uh-huh. and then have them kill any sort of like resistance or rebellion or anything that will come against Doctor Kato well, in this new world.
0: do you think that this has happened more than once?
1: That's exactly.
0: I'm going to say No. Well, I don't know. It's hard to tell because they made it seem like the last thing that has happened, I think was 19 years ago. Yeah. Okay. So maybe something did happen 19 years from that point.
1: Maybe it was the beginning of him trying to change everything. Yeah. Into his whole new
0: order. Because 2010, that was like the Great big earthquake. That was the
1: earthquake, yeah.
0: And then this was two thousand thirty-two. So this is over twenty years ago. So I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if that was like the first time he actually tried using it. it. Or this is the first time he tried to do it. So I mean I didn't go
1: so well. Exactly. (laughs) I
0: think it's kind of like a little bit of both. I guess what's also interesting too is that Doctor Kato, he built this cryogenic prison, right? And he basically made the the model of the city for these people. Yeah. And basically it is the carousel of progress.
1: it is a great big beautiful tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> shining
0: at the end of every day since cryogenic prisons existed in 1996 did he do that
1: yeah was that him the whole was time was that him
0: that was the other question too i had it's just like oh is that him is that is he the person that actually made this prison possible back in 1996
1: possibly maybe he had the whole frozen popsicle prison and the rehabilitation to go into the future but then this whole thing happened and then everything changed and he's like oh this is mine now it's yeah, my world it
0: makes me really wonder because everyone sees him as like the president and
1: he's like the big guy in the, charge,
0: right? So they don't reference any sort of government or anything else. They only reference him and they pretty much just follow whatever he says. So it's again, kind of really showing like how, how big is this world really? Like it doesn't seem to be very big. And to your point of like, well, why keep all these people? Maybe he, yeah, maybe he you
1: could unload the prison at least. Shoot someone to space. (laughs) Make a day out of it, you know?
0: Well, I think he probably had two images to uphold. One, the idea of being able to take these people, take all the bad shit out of them. Fix them. Fix them so that they can actually be citizens of society and i.e. probably go to work and make him money or some shit like that. Well,
1: then wouldn't you do that? Wouldn't you like under the table steal some regular people that aren't fucking murderers so it's easier to fix their brain and just be like, oh, look, it works.
0: That's person used to be a
1: murderer, you know, what they tell you. Yeah. And then now they're fucking absolute help in society. Well,
0: I think that's kind of like a big point of it too, is I think he wants to have a really good track record as well.
1: It's like politics. You need to... Yeah.
0: I ultimately think that, you know, he portrayed himself as this really good guy, but he actually was awful. Yeah. And he really just wanted people to just live in his society, which means... No fun, no nothing. It's very um submissive and that's what he wanted.
1: Yeah. The whole area was based off his taste.
0: Yes, his is taste is. The one was that's like I'm really dull. Which is basically every <laughs> just middle aged white person, just no flavor, <laughs> no nothing. Pepper is too spicy for that. Oh my god. And I think that's the world that he wanted to live in.
1: Yeah. Like, it's just spicy. It's like it's black pepper. It's like the lowest. <laughs> it's like spice. talking
0: to my mother. Ooh, I can't, Ooh, I can't eat. These are spicy. <laughs> Checker seasoned fries. I'm like, <laughs> is it because there is fucking salt and pepper on them? Oh, because they're too the, spicy. I don't know why my mom's from Minnesota, but it's too spicy for me though. T. I can't I just, eat it.
1: <laughs> I just want everyone to know this is an actual conversation that happened. Yeah,
0: no, seriously. It we is.
1: were given a bag of Checker's fries because they're too spicy for my mom because of the seasoning on it.
0: Yeah, my mom. She's very vanilla. I know. She's, she's a white lady. She's a plain lady. She was well, born a white then. lady. She's gonna die. White lady. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that how it works? Yes, if that's how it should work. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Some people like to just you know change, and uh, that's problematic.
1: <laughs> to the the prime example is she had to experience ketchup. And how many years ago was that?
0: that was three years ago maybe three or four years ago
1: the first time in her life
0: my favorite thing though is that my mom has no logic whatsoever so i remember her <laughs> i remember her calling me and she was like T, I i had ketchup and i was like what my mom hates ketchup she hates the smell of ketchup she just doesn't like ketchup and i'm like why she's like well i was in burger king with your stepfather and the news was on and it was like a mass shooting in oregon and i figured i need to try this now or never and i was like glad national tragedy is what makes you try condiments and she's like yeah and then that was it. that was the conversation i said what do you think of ketchup she's like "Yeah, it's okay <laughs> like all right mom thank you she is a special lady i love her to pieces but she is very mm-hmm. set in her way it's like dr kato <laughs> <laughs> except you know wow. she's not you know she's not murdering people, people or anything like that that uh, we
1: know of we don't know what she does at work that's true too
0: We don't know what she does at work. Hmm. Hmm. Moral (laughs) of the story, is
1: Cryo-prison.
0: Cryo-prison. Are they good or bad? (laughs) I'm going to say I don't like them.
1: It's definitely for political gain.
0: Political gain and just people masterminds. Well, the fact
1: that he's using it just to kill any sort of resistance well yeah i mean that's the one thing
0: is that he does not it's for
1: his own gain.
0: yeah and that's where you kind of meet the next character that we'll talk about which is edgar friendly played by dennis Dennis leary Leary. dennis leary if you don't know him is american comedian and he was very very big in the 90s 80s and 90s he was also in rescue me he was in a couple of like fx shows yeah he did some
1: random like tv shows too he like
0: transitioned over from like comedian to actor and um I don't know what else he does now. I don't know what he does now. He's basically like your crazy Irish uncle who gets too drunk and then just starts yelling about when I was a kid. uh," He's like one of those people. He's literally Um, that guy. I tried watching his stand up now and it's just like God, it's he not just good. yells. Yeah. He just wears <laughs> he wears a black leather coat, sweats profusely, smokes, smokes about two the packs entire of time. cigarettes <laughs> and just drinks fucking, you know, whiskey straight up and he's just like just yelling, like apparently, a crotchety old man.
1: Apparently he had a lot of uh, joke stealing accusations.
0: Oh that he stole jokes? Yeah. Huh? That became a big thing. So is that why he fell off the face of the earth? I think so. Ooh.
1: Yeah that was a big thing because so I remember seeing a lot of people that were like oh shit I started comedy because I had oops <laughs>
0: oh shit what I wonder what jokes he stole I don't know Nick can you tell us maybe I, I don't, feel like I don't know if he knows Nick well now you know find out and tell us next time you call us angry about something
1: <laughs> next time you call <laughs> us P.S. Nick is my oldest brother yeah <laughs> <laughs> Let's give everyone else the information. After he listened to the Scream Three podcast, he immediately called me and started yelling about stuff. Not yelling, but he was like, You guys are fucking idiots. Like that kind of shit.
0: And I loved it.
1: Because yeah, he actually liked Scream Three and yeah. he had some he had some good reasons. He, he, had he some made good some points. points.
0: Yeah, he did. Um think he's wrong.
1: No, I <laughs> honestly really when you look back, like Roman was a better killer than Mickey and Mama Loomis. Yeah. Like, he did everything by himself. Like, he was a better killer.
0: Well, yeah, he worked by himself, yeah. He
1: was substantially better.
0: Yes, it's just, unfortunately, it's a shitty movie.
1: Was, <laughs> was it better than 2, though? I have After a, watching all of them. I
0: have a soft spot for 2 because of just like... Because
1: how, 2 is terrible.
0: But yeah, but the story is just so much more funnier to me.
1: That's the other thing is I... I like two it for is, a different reason, I 2 think. is really not a good movie.
0: No, 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 2 is not a three good movie. 3 is
1: also not an enjoyable movie. But 2 no, has... Sitting
0: through that twice, number 3, was, that
1: was pretty, that pretty was rough. But 2 is genuinely a terrible movie. Yes, but and I think that's
0: why I like... It more because it's it's a bad movie, but it's an enjoyable bad movie.
1: It's yes. Well, it's number three, some... it's
0: not as enjoyable to watch. Yeah,
1: it's got some more cheese to it. There was yes. more jokes in it that I think...
0: laughed at. That obviously were not funny <laughs> jokes. It was actually it was you know, just, writing ew, it. Yeah. You because know, they wanted to make a good movie. <laughs> but i I just think i number two i liked a little bit more than number three they're both equally terrible both they're both garbage yeah number one's great i like number four
1: four was fun four
0: until emma roberts until
1: emma roberts at the end oh my god she is the worst
0: ruined everything but yeah anyway so
1: nick literally called me right after (laughs) you listened to it it was before we even dropped episode four so i can't wait to hear what he has to think about that yeah but just so you know, we're gonna mention Nick in literally every episode. Cause Nick's a huge movie Nick. buff. Yeah, uh, we used to always talk about movies, but now he has like you know kids and a family and stuff like that. So <laughs> he we don't decided get-
0: to go the family route. Yeah. <laughs> we decided to go the podcast route. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So we used to always talk about movies, go to the movies together, all, yeah. all of us. And you know, when we talk about movies, we're always talking to Nick about movies. No, it's true. So now he actually listens for some reason to this podcast. I don't know how he can sit through it, <laughs> just like any of you. But uh, oh, we love you, you absolutely. You. We have an estimated over four hundred listeners already. That's
0: great. Which thank is you guys amazing.
1: And I, I'm sorry. <laughs> so that's that. <laughs>
0: It'll get better one day. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping because
1: every podcast is a little rough for a while. So maybe yeah. like a year or two it'll be better
0: yeah if you want to stick with us for about a year to two i'm sorry one we will come personally to your house and high five high five yes. A hug and high five. Yeah, you know, once COVID-19's over. Of
1: course. Crisp high five. <laughs> Until then, we'll just do some far away, distant waves. Yeah,
0: which they kind of do in which this movie. Which they do in the movie. So, I know I mentioned three things uh, in the top of the episode. One about Taco Bell and COVID-19 and Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, let's get a, let's get rid of Arnold Schwarzenegger because that's a very quick one.
1: Yeah, that one we don't really have to talk about. Everyone no. knows he was a Governor of Cali.
0: He was a Governor of Cali, but they actually, this is, isn't this like the second movie, the second action movie I could think of? There's definitely a few that There's another then. one that also references that he was the governor yeah, or, or something president or, some or president, president or whatever Nicholas, so no. yeah Nicholas. <laughs> but for this one though Huxley Sandra Bullock uh mentions that in the 21st century that Arnold Schwarzenegger was the president so he won a couple of terms in the office or whatever and Sylvester Stallone's like Schwarzenegger really I don't know why he sounds like my Italian uncle but you know so I thought that was kind of interesting because I was like oh my god that actually happened now the fun one to talk about Obviously, is the Taco Bell War. Oh my god. So apparently there was a period in time that there was a franchise war. Which so you know now, which is now technically, and the one that won was Taco Bell. So every restaurant in San Angeles, every restaurant, every restaurant is a Taco Bell. Now, what's interesting to that is, is that which we'll talk a little bit more about more this kind of dystopian, or this utopian world. Yeah, or whatever. I'm gonna call it dystopia. Yeah, it's, it is a dystopia, is but it's supposed fucked. to be utopia. This utopian world is that one of the things that they banned is spicy food. So I find it hilarious and red meat and red meat. meat. Yes, yeah, meat so everyone's a vegetarian. So it's like, what are you eating at
1: Taco Bell? Oh, just, just cheese sauce? It's flashing
0: burritos. High calorie,
1: <laughs> high calorie items, like fatty items. So it's like, well, I mean, also, you look at the platter they're given. It's, it's like six, six chips. Six chips with toppings on it. Arranged very nice.
0: Taco Bell actually was a very fancy restaurant, though. It was like more like the Taco Bell Cantinas, which we've never been to. Oh, uh, which
1: we want to go to. Which
0: Yeah, we want to go to. Because trust me, like, because I want to be able to eat. And
1: then we're going to do a full <laughs> podcast about the Taco Bell Cantina <laughs> experience. I
0: want to eat like a fucking lukewarm... Crunchy, soggy taco. They drink some
1: alcohol at the same time. I want a baja blast cocktail.
0: Oh, that sounds delicious. So, I thought was really fascinating is that Taco Bell won the franchise wars in a way. Taco Bell actually has won the franchise wars because they are innovative. (laughs) No, no, I know it's funny. It's fun. I know. I I can't believe I'm saying this either, (laughs) but they're innovative they always come out with some new shit that mm-hmm. does really really well and they also keep it at a point where they have such short-term like limited items that people are like oh god i can't wait for it to come back unlike other fucking franchises i feel like yeah. they really lean into the fact that like you go there fucked up to eat yeah well but they, they also make some really actually decent things the
1: weird shit they make on most the menu of it's pretty fucking good yeah the naked chicken chalupa. Where the chicken was the taco, and they oh just... God, it was delicious. so stupid, but it was so good. Their
0: fries are actually fantastic. You Their need... breakfast is really fucking good. <laughs> I am like advocate for Taco Bell. Back when
1: I can eat the eggs, I oh can assure God. you the steak crunch breakfast crunch wrap so is good. fucking fantastic delicious the hash browns are the best fast food hash browns oh
0: yeah mcdonald's get the fuck out of here it's a, you're too greasy McDonald's it hurts is my stomach mess. when i eat it but taco talk bell about crispy, i can't eat delicious i don't know why like i like the taco bell you know what you're getting like you know you know what you're getting do you know what you're getting though <laughs> no you do you know what you're getting you know that it's gonna be like not you know not great not but. great but like not amazing either but it actually winds up always exceeding your expectations because you're like oh this actually was pretty good yeah i feel like it's and it's actually rather a good price point i think as well I,
1: it does have a good price point compared uh, to
0: other places that are really fucking expensive I know,
1: getting what i want at mcdonald's is like usually 25 dollars
0: and that's also, for one person i'm a
1: piece of shit i know i'm aware that everyone's like oh i only spend 10 it's like wow congrats <laughs> you're a piece of shit My favorite is I I see this stuff online all the time where it's like, oh, we'll pay you $2,000 to eat this. And it's literally like two sandwiches, two fries, and a 20-piece nugget, and then two drinks. And I'm like, oh, someone would pay me to do what I eat every time I have McDonald's? Great. I almost commented. I was like, "Cool, I do that every time I eat." But then I realized I don't actually follow that person. It was like the like show through, and I don't never talk to that person. So
0: okay, like, next you shouldn't be bragging.
1: I know that's <laughs> definitely not something you can I eat like, like, hey, like
0: fucking twenty thousand calories in one hey guys, sitting. <laughs> I know this is why I'm a fat piece of shit. That's the thing.
1: If I made it a like an eating channel,
0: I think I do all right. You would do fine. Yeah, I think I would do all right. I feel like like if I did an eating channel, which but I would the edit. amount of hate comments I would, I would get, I would edit
1: all like the the gross shit oh, out. Oh yeah, no. I would. I don't. I don't like that shit.
0: I feel like I can only eat a lot. Like if it's like eating a lot of something, yeah. I feel like it's it has to be very specific for me. Like it can't just be like some of these channels that like literally are like dump trucks. that can just eat everything. <laughs> like I couldn't do in that in more ways than one. Seriously, right? fucking dump trucks. Yeah. For me, it's just like I like I could eat a lot of like gyoza like stupid <laughs> shit that yeah. you're like how often a place is really yeah you know like <laughs> like i can eat a lot of string cheese <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to ice cream i can literally eat like not even a like a, a even s- a scoop i'm like oh my a stomach scoop hurts. is the
1: perfect amount honestly you know s-
0: salt and straw so well salt and straw i could fucking that that's the only ice cream that's like impervious so i'm like i could like literally eat a whole gallon well we'd that.
1: also we'd only get a scoop
0: yeah. But I'm just saying, like, normal ice cream or something like that, yeah. or, um, you know, like breakfast, I could eat a lot of, like, eggs and shit. Yeah. It's, like, weird things. Like, but if you asked me to eat, like, a fucking a whole box of pasta, I couldn't do that. But I you, could
1: absolutely. But do you that.
0: could. So it's just, I feel like Can I'm just one. Can and have. <laughs> really? Yeah. A whole pound of pasta? Yeah. Oh, huh. all right.
1: This it, is not, I didn't feel great, but it did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're gonna be like, I don't really feel great about this conversation right now, but no, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> wow. Okay. You know, you learn something new about your husband every day.
1: What are you talking about? You know, I love pasta.
0: No, I do know. And I'm I like, know you ate pasta through a for fucking dinner. box pasta in one Absolutely. Saturday. All right. Was it just pasta? No, it
1: was meat sauce. Oh. So It was even heavier. I was about
0: to say it's fucking heavy. <laughs> yeah. All right.
1: But it's like I'd eat that and then I'd be good for a day.
0: Makes sense. Yeah. No. Reasonable. Yeah. If you were like, oh.
1: Later, I'm feeling snacky.
0: (laughs) If you were like, this is a mere appetizer, (laughs) then I'd be like, "Ah, all right. The main
1: course (laughs) is on the way.
0: (laughs) What was the point in all of this?
1: You started talking about Taco Bell. Uh, That's what this tirade turned into. So what you're really saying through all this, Taco Bell is a superior fast food. Yes. Great.
0: I say that. Yeah, I, I agree.
1: I'd say Taco is my favorite.
0: Taco Bell's fucking great. And like, I used to never like Taco Bell until I started dating you. Oh, and now no, I'm like, I'm I love Taco Bell. I
1: corrupted you so hard. No, but I'm
0: okay <laughs> with it, though. You know, I mean, I do have a soft spot, though, for like, I love McDonald's. And, you know, like we don't get to eat it very often or anything like that.
1: No, but we also um, don't want to because a lot of time it's not good. No,
0: the one by us where we now live is terrible. Yeah. So, I mean, it would have been actually really funny in this movie if it was like Boston Market. That would have been surprising. Well,
1: actually, in uh, foreign markets, they don't know Taco Bell. So they edited in Pizza Hut Sweden or something like that. So was,
0: really, Pizza Hut actually they, is the... They
1: actually just edited over the logos. It was Pizza Hut.
0: They just dubbed it Pizza Hut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool, but.
1: Wow. Pizza Hut. What was that? <laughs> was that Jean-Claude Van Dam?
0: That, that was. <laughs> ah, Pizza Hut. <laughs> oh my god. So actually, in theory, then, Pizza Hut is really the one that is technically the world. To
1: be real, Pizza Hut, non-Pizza Hut Express... Is fucking good.
0: Pizza Hut is amazing. It's good
1: pizza. Like, it's really good. Papa Keith knows what's up.
0: Oh, yeah. Papa Keith and Try Guys. Try Guys. Um, we watched a video with him in it and then we were like we need to go get
1: like some pizza. let's try some pizza hut and it, it killed it you know it's
0: actually kind of really funny anytime we would get fast food pizza which we don't necessarily no. do because we know what good pizza tastes like we would have to get domino's because domino's is the only one that delivers i'm not getting papa john's because fuck that shit i always had this fond memories of pizza hut and i don't know if it was because i was a kid and it was like the book club where you used to go in with a big yeah. button and they would give you a personal pan pizza because you read like six books you or like something a, a book and or some a little shit star. Yeah. like i I remember that. I remember the like the cheesy red plastic cups. I as an adult, I remember being hungover going to the Pizza Hut buffet, which was fantastic. That we definitely did in
1: our first few years of dating.
0: Fucking love that. Yep. Especially after fucking drinking all night. Like that is the best place to go to. Yeah,
1: let's eat six pizzas afterwards. <laughs> so it
0: honestly it's still with me. It some of awesome. those pizzas. Yeah. I have really good memories in the sense that I remember it always tasting really well. The sad thing is that Pizza Hut in New York City. Unfortunately, it doesn't deliver unless you're in, like, a Taco Hut. Yeah, we're Which not is, like, the Taco Bell Pizza yet. Hut had a baby, and you can only get, like, six Pizza Hut items. And it's all
1: personal shit. Yeah, and I'm, I don't The want personal that. pan pizzas are okay. not as good. Yeah, sure. I've actually never had the cheesy stuffed crust pizza until, what... Three weeks ago. Sick. And the wings.
0: Holy shit. The, the wings are fantastic. The wings were so good.
1: Better than Buffalo Wild Wings.
0: So you know what then? In hindsight, technically Pizza Hut should well, be the top they're one. all
1: owned by Yum Brands. Oh, okay So it's all the same monster. God,
0: CEO is a piece of shit though.
1: Every CEO is a piece of shit. Ugh. Find me a CEO that isn't a load of shit.
0: No, I mean, absolutely, you're right. But I, I think Yum Brands in particular.
1: No, it's Yum. I think some of the worst are Yum Brands. Uh. Uh, papa john <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i mean now he's no longer
1: he's not part of it but he's still a piece of shit <laughs>
0: i mean yes but he's not a part of it anymore, yeah no, i know but he, i mean he was a piece of shit studio, yeah yeah
1: and then nobody likes you know chick-fil-a people because they hate the gays yeah they're religious they a...
0: tried to distance themselves from that now yeah they're
1: trying to because you know
0: it's like the barilla pasta people yeah. Pasta Did everyone know about like, that? <laughs> yeah, they were like, "Oh, we hate gay people." People
1: are like, "We, yeah, like we." They were openly like, "We hate them." And yeah, then...
0: we don't want them eating our box of pasta. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Okay, all right." It's a very weird pill an... to die on, but all right. <laughs> You know, we're talking about box pasta We're talking here. about <laughs> shitty
1: box pasta, guys. Okay. The boxes right next to it that are 30 cents cheaper all the time taste the fucking same.
0: Exactly. There's- Prove me wrong,
1: America. Prove, <laughs> Prove me wrong. Me
0: wrong. Yeah. Okay, so who they're else all, yeah. belongs to Yum Brands? Yum then? Brands
1: is also, I think it's uh and w Oh, I
0: remember going to A&W and getting their cheese curds, and those were good.
1: Really? Yeah, I think I've they're only down A&W. south, though. Yeah. Down
0: south and maybe the Midwest. But yeah, they're not know. up here in uh, the north, though.
1: Yeah, in the prom- of course. Nothing good's in the north. Nothing. <laughs>
0: <sighs> we
1: don't have fucking... We don't have Culver's. Yeah, we don't have we don't, Culver's. We don't have In-N-Out. We don't have Torchies. When in- did this
0: become a food podcast?
1: When we start... Keep talking about Taco Bell. <laughs> I'm going to literally... It. The title of this is going to be Demolition Man and Fast Food. <laughs> so let's take a break from fast food. Talk. Let's talk about the laws.
0: Yeah. So in this in this utopia of San Angeles, there are a lot of things that we find out that there's a lot of awful things that are happening. And I'm just saying awful... For me, because I think they're awful. (laughs) But in this town, they think it's great. Of course. So there is no smoking, Mm -hmm. no drinking, Mm -hmm. no eating red meat. No no
1: caffeine. No
0: caffeine. Ooh, that's a nightmare. No contact sports. No spice. Nothing fun, Nothing. basically.
1: They pretty much are broken. Anything that's bad for you is illegal. Yes. It's not just like banned. It's literally illegal.
0: Illegal. And you can either go to jail or get a citation. Yeah. Which... We find out it's actually really creepy that you live in this town. Everywhere has a like a little, <laughs> like a little citation meter, and I guess it has all these uh, different microphones, whatever, to pick you up from and literally whispering it. They and know they can your hear voice. You. Yes, and all these things are voice activated. So if you just say like "fuck" or anything like that, this will just like have like a crazy ass alert just sound. Like
1: a, and then it prints you out a fucking and ticket. Like, One
0: credit, and then you have to pay a credit <laughs> yeah. because you cursed or whatever. Yeah. If I live there. I'd be fucking in jail so hard I right know. now. I'd be like, are you fucking... I would be so fucking mad. There's no fucking way that I would ever fucking survive. Yeah. No that fucking is, way. That
1: is one of my favorite parts of the movie is throughout the entire movie when someone curses, you'll hear in the background, hey, you are charged one credit <laughs> for violating that. this law.
0: Everywhere. It's
1: It's one of my favorite things in the movie because the entire movie, they constantly, they're like... Are you fucking kidding me, ah, John Spartan? <laughs> you are fined one credit. <laughs>
0: it's actually pretty fucking cool, though. Like, I mean, just in that sense that it, it was so fast yeah. and hell, it like, was accurate. It,
1: it didn't mess up and no. pick up.
0: They would be outside and it would be like eh. you just
1: hear a faint like All right, John's button. I was
0: like, oh wow, this is fucking terrible. Yeah, it done. was great. I really was sad that everything that I love you couldn't do. I know, no coffee, you... contact sports. I could care less about. Oh my but. god, we do contact sports. Oh, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> but it just showed like you really didn't do any. You can't do anything no. in this fucking town now. Like,
1: what do you do for fun?
0: Nothing. You can't do for anything.
1: VR sex apparently. <laughs> (laughs) well
0: that's the other thing too so they also banned any sort of fluid transfer so there was no sex yeah unless you had to do it through vr so you couldn't kiss anybody you couldn't hold hands with anybody all human contact was out so i know i like joked or whatever alluded in the beginning that it was like covid-19 but it's kind of a little bit like yeah. what what the world could look like if we never have any human interaction anymore yeah it so would be a terrible world <laughs> they would wa- i loved how they waved though they would get really close to each other and then do and then, like a double wave like yeah. a Wax on, wax From, off. From, like,
1: inches away, and you just kind of like, wave your hand. We're literally well. both doing it. Be <laughs> well.
0: It was strange, but that, that's how they yeah, would wave. that's how
1: they would greet each other.
0: And you find out about the sex, or, like, how sex works, is because after uh, a dinner at Taco Bell mm. <laughs> between Sandra Bullock and Sylvester Stallone, and then there was, like, a mini, like, fight that kind of ensued yeah. with the scraps. yeah. Who are the people that live underground, like the mole people? The mole uh,
1: people—they they're, they're just...
0: kind of dress like mole people. Though. No, they
1: were just dirty. <laughs> they didn't have <laughs> like a washing machine down people.
0: there. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> after that, um, Sandra Bullock's character, Lenina Huxley, was like. John Spartan, I would like to, I would like to get into some intercourse with you, basically, in a very proper way. Yeah. And he was like, oh, okay. He's sure. like, oh, You're
1: the same age as my daughter, so <laughs> let's do this.
0: That's the other thing I actually do kind of want to point out, too, not to, like, steer Where, clear of this sex shit, because we're going to fucking talk about that. Exactly. But he was married, and he had... Uh, one a, kid. One kid. He yeah. had a daughter. Yeah. The wife was dead. She got killed in the 2010 earthquake but they alluded to the fact that his daughter was Was still living yeah
1: and he didn't want to meet her because she'd think he's a monster
0: a barbarian
1: like i'm a barbarian
0: so there's like a little known thing or like kind of like a a weird
1: debate online
0: yeah (laughs) that sandra bullock could potentially be his His
1: daughter daughter. yeah because like the obsession with the old age was because of him and yeah. she knew about him she's like when she initiated her john spartan she was like oh, john spartan the like, john
0: spartan yeah like she knew about him so like and, she
1: knew him yeah. but it doesn't make sense like why would she forget that he was the papa
0: well that i was that's, just gonna say yeah
1: that's what kind of like
0: eh. because in 1996 he had his daughter would know who yeah she is and even in 2010 the mother would you know, yeah. be able to tell at that point. Let me see. How old are you? How old are you? Wait, in 1996.
1: Actually, yeah, that might work because how old would she be in that? Like at 96 when he goes to jail.
0: So even let's say she's even a baby in 96. Let's say she's one year old. Because if she
1: was a baby, the mom died in the earthquake. Yeah. Thinking that John Spartan killed all those people. She right. never got to find out. She died knowing that he was a bad guy. Right. Murder. So maybe because of that, she shielded She him. never told her about him. Right. But there was still some like weird link to him somehow.
0: So wait, she's like 30 something years old. She have like close to like mid 30s. Yeah. Sandra Bullock wasn't.
1: I think Sandy was supposed to be like 30 or 29.
0: Which, so time wise, it doesn't make so sense. So time
1: wise doesn't check out.
0: So yeah, because if he went into prison in 1996, and if she was just born, there was no way that she would be 30 yeah, she in 2032. Yeah, because now you're looking at, what, 2032, so you're like mid-30s. Yeah. There's no fucking way. Yeah. There's no, no it fucking doesn't, way. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't add up. All right, so we can at least pass that over. At least then. that's good. We can he didn't praise. fuck his daughter. Thank God. <laughs> but they
1: actually, they cut out him meeting his daughter because they didn't want to meet a character that was around the age of Huxley because he, you know, ends up with Huxley. Yeah. Like, oh, you're going to date someone that's the same age as your daughter or around the age of your daughter. Exactly. That's kind of fucked.
0: Exactly. Even though he is, like, fucking, I don't even know, like, what, (laughs) 60-something years old. He still looks (laughs) like he's in, like, mid-30s. So it's kind of really interesting. Back to the apartment. So Huxley's like, hey, I would like to sex you up. And he's like, oh, sure. All right, fine. And she comes back and she brings out this silver box that you're like, ooh, there's probably going to be some fancy dildos in there. Nope. Instead, (laughs) it's, like, these weird half-assed VR things that she just puts... On his head, gives him a towel so he could dry off because that was disgusting. Yeah, I know. And they basically just faced each other and closed their eyes. And this machine basically simulated, I wouldn't call it sex because it would they would just like show flashes. <laughs> almost giving you a seizure in a way. So I feel bad for people who actually yeah. are prone to seizures watching this because I'm pretty sure they had seizures watching Also them. sorry
1: to anyone watching this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that too. Yeah. It would just like show the person's face and then going. <laughs> yeah. And apparently, that means fucking. <laughs> you know, giggles, high squeals, and then he just obviously couldn't take it, so he like he broke transmission. And she's just like, "What are you doing? Put it back on." I was almost at climax. Again, I don't know where this voice is coming from. This character. He was like, "I don't understand. What is this? This is this is not you know mattress mambo hunka chunka." <laughs> hunk-a-chunk-a. He literally called it the hunka and mm-hmm. that's what I wrote in my notes because I was like, uh, "I've never heard anyone ever call it the hunka." I definitely
1: also wrote hunka chunka. chunka. <laughs> yes.
0: Maybe we should start calling it that, though. Let's
1: never do. Put that on the
0: anymore. calendar for a Hong Kong. Honk.
1: Sign me up for some Hong Kong. <laughs> never, never, ever. <laughs>
0: Fucking done. <laughs> I'm
1: dead. I'm deceased. So one thing we have to talk about. Yes. One quick thing before we talk about the big thing. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: We're done with that scene.
0: Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So okay. Let me just say is that he doesn't understand why they can't like fuck. Sex. Like really just like put what? it in. Why can't sex? <laughs> and she's just like, first, I forgot the names of these diseases. It was just,
1: they were all three letters. So. <laughs> yeah,
0: they're all like <laughs> S5, like SC7, like 5Z2. Like it was just <laughs> all these weird things. But kind of alluding to the fact that there was a lot of like these diseases, diseases that, that happened because yeah. of like human fluids or some sort of transfer and it was killing off people so their solution to that is to social distancing social distancing (laughs) in a way that they couldn't allow any sort of human fluid transfer no touching and so he was like well what about pregnancy (laughs) I was gonna have kids and she was like well we'd have to sign for like a license we'd have to apply
1: for a license and everything's artificial
0: Yeah, and then they would have to go into the lab and then take out any sort of, like, impurities. Meaning, like, I guess if there was, maybe there was, like, a gene in your family that was prone for Down syndrome or something like that. They would be able to take those things out. Basically, genetically modifying your children to be, I don't know, God only knows what else yeah. or who. Because Dr. copto also, I think, ran that, too. Yes. He ran everything. Yeah. So he basically was able to make people into, like, fucking popsicle sticks. But then also make a, a superior race of children. Yeah. Ultimately, kind of, it being a little Nazi-ish. Yeah. In a He's, weird
1: way. K- Dr. Kato is probably a Nazi. Probably a Nazi. <laughs> probably
0: was a Walt <about> Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, allegedly um, we still love Disney. <laughs>
1: we do. That's not going to stop us. I love <laughs> That's not going to stop us. But <laughs> it kind of makes sense with The Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. Yes. Same, yeah. It wow, is. that checks out.
0: It is. Mm-hmm. Shining at the end of every day. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Sorry.
1: Oh, fuck. Okay, so one thing I want to talk about before the other thing. When someone murders someone, it's a code 187. Yes. MDK. Murder, death, kill. <sighs> so... <sighs>
0: So why is it...
1: Why is it the same thing three times in a row? Yeah. Great question. Okay. Because it could just be a murder or a, a death kill. Or, you know, <laughs> what it's always been. A yeah. murder. Just the murder, death, kill is so... And, that's, and they say it so many times. They're like, a murder, death, kill? Holy ass balls.
0: Well, I feel ah. I feel like if it was a death. A death could be different. Only in the sense of like, you found somebody that has expired yeah, well, or something like he, that.
1: Cocteau mentions, or you even hears someone say, there hasn't been a murder-death-kill since however many years ago. Like
0: 19 years ago or something yeah, like
1: something that. Yeah, something like that. So, okay, so the people that do die are of natural causes. Yes. Allegedly. Allegedly. It's probably covered up hot fuzz style.
0: Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it probably is actually. <laughs> honestly. The greater good.
1: <laughs> for the greater good.
0: A <laughs> great big bushy beard.
1: Sorry, different movie. <laughs> great movie, by the way. So, it, honestly, it could be covered up. It could be. To an extent, but then you got to the point where everyone's so like clean and boring and happy. Yeah. That there's no there's no actual murders after a certain point. So they probably fudged the numbers at first, but then it actually happened. True. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like murder, death, kill is so unnecessary. And I And say it so many times.
0: It's a murder, death, fuck. kill. Oh my God, he just murder, death, killed three people. My other my other favorite thing, though, to kind of like tie in with murder, death, kill is that like the police officers that are in this town, they're not equipped to handle a murder, death, kill. Yeah. And so two things can kind of happen. One, which <laughs> you had to tell me about who the actor was, when the police first interact with Simon Phoenix, and they try to get him to like step down, they're are looking at like a little iPhone or whatever, and it's telling them, giving them explicit instructions to walk over to the criminal and be firm with their voice and that should be able to solve yeah.
1: it. It's like in a firm tone, please tell the <laughs> tell the maniac. Which is what they refer him to. Yes, maniac. Tell the maniac to lie down and put their hands on their head. So he literally does exactly that. And then Simon Phoenix is like, what? Yeah, he's just like,
0: what the fuck is this?
1: And then he's like, it, it didn't work.
0: He's like, so what do I do? In an even firmer voice. In a
1: firmer tone. And Ed, or else.
0: Yeah, that was
1: the best part, or else. It's like, oh my god, this is I great. I
0: wanted to know, though, if he got past that, what would be the what next What was the one? next step? Or if that was Probably the use step.
1: their fucking glow stick.
0: That was the other thing. So they didn't have any guns or knives or any kind of weapon or baton what they had was a glow stick which essentially would it's just like a, render somebody unconscious yeah, it's
1: like a stun baton yeah essentially and
0: you just put it to their head and bam they're yeah, out just for brag. like a couple hours they fall asleep it's fucking hilarious i know it's so good i love that they call it a glow stick though i was like jesus christ <laughs> what kind of fucking world is this the other thing i thought that was kind of interesting with the police was when they were trying to figure out where Simon's Phoenix was because he didn't have anything in his hand because he wasn't implanted with any sort of device GPS. that the captain was like baby. Basically, we're just going to watch this map. And we're going to wait for him to do another murder-death kill. And then we know where he is. And everyone's like,
1: great plan, Captain.
0: And he's like, thank you.
1: And then Stallone's even like, yeah, good idea. And they're like, he said good idea. Great job, Captain.
0: <laughs> and it was like so fucking sarcastic. And he was
1: like, yeah, I got this.
0: Yeah, he's like, I'm basically just going to wait for a bunch of other people to die. And I'm not going to help and them. then
1: we're going to send the police <laughs> to him. It's Like, wow. The biggest point in the movie yeah. that I want to talk about. Yes the three seashells. Okay.
0: You find out about the three seashells actually very early on in the movie when John spy wakes up out of his slumber, out of his icy slumber.
1: And has to take a wicked dumper.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which totally makes sense.
1: I, I think you would. I
0: feel like with him being alive for all that time, probably compacted some, you know, IBS system or some shit like that. <laughs> some frozen popsicle poops. <laughs> and I love how he is in the police station and then goes up to Huxley's character and is like, you know, there's no toilet paper. Toilet <laughs> paper. <laughs> and she's like "There's no toilet paper John Spartan what we have is the three seashells Rob Schneider is also a very small part in this movie he's one of the other police officers or at least like, just dispatchers works at the surgeon, and stuff yeah. like that and he's like he doesn't know how he's like, the three seashells hey, work three seashells. <laughs> <I'm> Rob Schneider <laughs> Rob Schneider is a carrot and John Spartan is just like I don't understand how this works no and, and
1: instead of explaining it, they're just like, huh, he doesn't know. What an idiot.
0: And they never explain it. They never explain the whole it. Movie. And no. at the end of the movie, the last line that was spoken is John Spartan saying to Huxley, how does the three seashells work?
1: <laughs> and then the credits roll. <laughs> yeah, which kind of
0: goes to show that he hasn't taken a proper shit in days. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> he walks up to one of the swear machines. Yeah. And curses a few times and gets him. He's like, here's for your toilet paper.
0: Yeah, and he wiped his ass with some citations. Yeah. Which is pretty great.
1: There's no way that that's cleaning up all of it.
0: No. Definitely. Those are hard papers, those paper. too. It's definitely giving you a fucking paper cut in your asshole.
1: <laughs> Stallone actually said in an interview, apparently someone asked him, how do you actually use the three seashells? And he said, the way you're supposed to do it is <laughs> you use two of them, like chopsticks, to get the chunks out, and then you. Ew. I know it's disgusting, <laughs> and then you use the third one to just kind of scrape the rest.
0: First of all, which
1: I mean sounds way worse than using the citations. And I, would, a paper I would, I would
0: happily use the citations oh my God. I would grumbled up paper or my own fucking hands
1: or get a bidet. How yeah. does the future not have bidets, bro?
0: Honestly, it's probably banned because it shoots water up your, up hooch. your ass. Yeah, up your hooch. It doesn't
1: just <laughs> blast it up your butthole. It shoots it at an angle, and then you just paper it down. You're good. <laughs>
0: paper it down. <laughs> oh why, that just killed I me, don't but it fucking did. Okay,
1: so also apparently one of the people working on the movie was like, I need to do something futury for the bathroom. So he kept trying to think of something that would just be confusing like that. And he actually asked another writer friend, Hey, what can I do with a bathroom that's like futuristic? And the friend was like, Ah, I have seashells in my bathroom. And he's like, Alright, I'll work with that. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's, and just that's so how he came
1: up with the three seashells.
0: Oh my god.
1: Yeah. I think the point was to mention the three seashells, yeah. joke about it, and then never explain it. And that they did was a really totally good job. Of no, doing they did.
0: That. I, I think about it, and like now, like it, I mean, I mean, how hard are these seashells?
1: They're seashells. <laughs> they're not like rubber. <laughs> yeah, they're legit. I
0: feel like your asshole would perfectly. Be so, like, your asshole would be made up of scar tissue at a certain point.
1: Yeah, I don't think your butthole would like. No. get resistant or callous to that it's, oh, just, God. it's just you're just scraping your asshole especially if you're eating taco bell
0: oh i know well i mean honestly though i feel like vegetarian shits can be sometimes the more difficult of shits
1: yeah you don't have like cheese to
0: open the door <laughs> exactly and since that's banned in this world <laughs> then you're just getting a lot of like hard pieces out
1: Ugh. Oh, are you take over? out
0: the fucking chunks though so that's just a little disgust
1: i know he's a nasty <laughs> what boy are he-
0: you eating that comes out that chunky
1: Taco Bell <laughs> so it's gonna young go back to, uh, I always
0: eat yum bread <laughs> destroyed um, oh, fuck. so the other thing I want to mention to you <laughs> getting off of the three seashells is that the world underneath The utopia, which is considered the dystopia for the utopians, I guess. And that is where Edgar Friendly, Dennis Leary, is running his shit down there. Mm -hmm. Even though he says that he's no leader, he chooses to be a leader. He's not the
1: leader, but he's like, I do stuff and people follow.
0: Yeah, he's like, Sometimes they (laughs) (laughs) sometimes they die, sometimes they're alive. I don't know.
1: (laughs) He has a better impression voice. Sometimes I'm thinking friendly. Sometimes John's fine. John's fine.
0: Apparently, he like always butted heads with Kato because he never felt like he wanted to live under his rules. He wanted to be able to just do whatever the fuck he wanted to. do. Yeah. They felt like you know putting green jello on him and running out into the middle of the street and screaming, "He, he can because he can." He
1: literally just did two minutes of a stand-up. He material. did. He was just like, "I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna eat raw meat. I'm gonna ride it down the street." It's just all yeah. just Insert he, one of his bits. It's.
0: It was basically the beginning of Asshole, the yeah. song. <laughs> and then, like, I would thought he was just going to continue Start to sing it. I'm an asshole. But he didn't. So I was like, oh, okay, fine. Everybody that's living under this underground, they're just, like, hungry. Yeah. They're, they're poor. They're, they're hungry.
1: cockto also says the people underneath are angry, they'll attack you, that yes. kind of thing. So the first thing that Huxley says is they're not attacking us. They're literally just people that need food. Cocteau spends the time to paint an image of the scraps, that they're bad people, they're yes. savages. Yes. all they want to do is kill you it's like they're just
0: they want the old world and the yeah. old world is all savages yeah. yeah. they're
1: just people that want to live mm-hmm. not under Kato
0: right they want to be able to do whatever the fuck they want to do yeah. and whatever you spend a little time down there not too much yeah. um, the only time you really spend down there is when Sylvester Stallone starts to realize something's not right with Kato and then he thinks that Kato is somehow in cahoots with Simon Phoenix which yeah. is played by Wesley Snipes by which, way, which we, I didn't even mention it's fine um, <laughs> Who looks like a sorry Yeah, he looks like a fucking Chucky doll throughout this whole movie, with his orange fishnet shirt and his fucking overalls. Basically, a weird (laughs) like a six-year-old and his
1: bleach blonde.
0: Oh god, gives (laughs) me nightmares. Anyway, so you find out a little bit more about how everyone is underground, like. Alex mentioned, everybody's just kind of like, just poor, just huddled poor near, <laughs> huddled near like oil drums on fire, yeah, just like trying just like to stay like warm. just smoke shooting
1: up a bunch of things for some reason.
0: Yeah. But what, my favorite part though is when he, they go down, it's, Sylvester Stallone's character, Lenina Huxley. Mm-hmm. And then there's also another police officer. I don't remember his name, but it's be- played by Benjamin Bratton, I think. Benjamin Bratton and Huxley are like, oh my God, it fucking smells awful down here. Like, it smells <laughs> awful. And Sylvester Stallone's like, this is really fucking great. What are you talking about? It smells
1: like Burger King.
0: And he goes, and the first thing he does is actually beelines it to a woman that is flame broiling burgers. <laughs> and he's like, I don't want a burger. He orders burger in and Spanish. A yeah, he's yeah. like, and he's so happy. Eating this burger, drinking this, I imagine, lukewarm beer. And Lenina was like, Don't ask where the meat comes from. And he's like, Why? Mean this burger. And eventually he asked a woman in Spanish, like, What exactly this meat is? And she's like, Ratata. And <laughs> I was
1: like, like No, Ratata is a Pokemon. Well, she. <laughs> she says, Rata. <laughs> <laughs> it's not made from Pokemon. <laughs> Because Huxley says, <laughs> Huxley says, "Do you see any cows here?" But she also doesn't say, "Do you see any ratitas around here?"
0: Now, every time I see the movie, I'm basically just gonna see like a rat, a, like a, a little a pink purple, ratita just like the purple reticata. <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry oh, for anyone who fuck. speaks Spanish. I butchered that really.
1: <laughs> no, you said a Pokemon name, so <laughs> you technically said a thing. A I guess <laughs> turns into a Okay. <laughs>
0: That's what they eat
1: down there. Oh, Those fuck. are ratatas. <laughs> There's so many ratatas and pidgeys. <laughs> <laughs> There's
0: all the pidgeys
1: down there. Oh, fuck. The best is how he pays for this combo. He gets a combo, beer and a burger. <laughs> and he literally just steals Huxley's watch and just He's gives it to the lady. Yeah,
0: and she's like, "Ah, oh, come on. And they're like, oh, Rolex. Oh, oh ratata. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <gasps> oh fuck.
0: Oh god! He finishes the whole burger, oh. like licks it clean. He's like
1: he what? Right <laughs> when she's like, "It's rat," and he's like, "Rat burger! This is a rat burger!" He's like, "Hmm, okay," and he keeps eating it. And then the next cut, which is immediately, it's him jamming the rest of it in his mouth. He left it, so it's
0: great. He loved it's it every second of it.
1: Quality Rattata.
0: That's the only kind of time you really spend down here And then there's like a fight that kind of breaks out between yeah. Simon Phoenix and all his people. And then whatever. they
1: like immediately go back to the surface.
0: Yeah, and then they continue to fight like yeah. above ground.
1: It's a car chase.
0: And then ultimately ends up in the cryo prison where, yeah, where John yeah. Spartan just destroys he everything. He
1: freezes him.
0: So I'm guessing everything in that prison gets destroyed. I imagine. Everybody, er- all the, meat all the people die. Okay. All the
1: prisoners. Um, and yeah, all the meat popsicles. <laughs> I'm a meat popsicle. He yeah, freezes okay. Phoenix with the cryo shit and then fucking kicks his head off.
0: Which is kind of amazing how he kicks his head off. Yeah. He kicks his head off and it just... It just rolls. It First, goes, it doesn't, like, crack all the way, <laughs> and then eventually it cracks. Yeah. So I was like, all right. I was like, okay. Appropriate. Very Easter. <laughs> just, I love it.
1: Is uh, there any other things you want to talk about really quick? Oh, one little thing. Yeah. The museum.
0: Oh, God. Which which has
1: a few good fun moments. So the gun museum has two things I want to talk about. It was like the
0: Museum of War, right? Yeah. Their war museum. So they
1: have all these guns on display because they're no longer in use at all.
0: Yeah. No, they're gone. So...
1: One thing is the font that they use in
0: oh my God yeah <laughs> the font that
1: they ones use ones. for the museum is the same as Diablo, which I was immediately like ha huh, that's a Diablo font because <laughs> I'd yeah. recognize those O's anywhere and Teresa was just like, eh, who cares <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I was like, you know what? Let me have my moment of nobody cares. And two, my favorite scene from that is when Phoenix is just <laughs> kicking the glass to get to the fucking guns. Oh god. Yeah. And like the, the worker there walks up to me and he's like, Hey there, fella and he's like smiling.
0: What's your boggle? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it means like, what's your problem? Yeah, he's I like, guess. oh, what,
1: what boggles you today, my good sir? But he
0: smiles though. He's just fucking smiling, which is actually creepier. He
1: walked up while he was kicking the glass. Yeah, and he's like, "How much do you weigh?" <laughs> and then immediately he just <laughs> throws him through the glass. And he
0: takes, takes all the guns. Takes
1: a duffel bag of guns, which I know. is apparently armed to the teeth. <laughs> I know.
0: Well, the other thing too, I was, you know, thinking about that scene, and I was just curious of like how these people handle emotionally disturbed people, <laughs> and I think they just—I don't, I don't know, like I like they just go up to people with a smile. All right, present day New York, you see somebody kicking some glass,
1: you fucking cross the street and walk the other <laughs> <field> way. <laughs>
0: you get the fuck out of there. Yeah. You know nothing good is gonna you happen. You either
1: turn around and walk fast, or you cross the street and don't look.
0: Exactly. You pretend that person doesn't fucking yes. exist that's the only way you survive you're just here like anymore. oh this
1: road's closed i'm gonna go around <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i just think it's really funny that people just go up to you and they're like hey what's your bottle what's going on pal i see you're kicking stuff
1: what ails you my friend
0: you know so i'm just curious like do they have a protocol and like how they deal with uh, i'm assuming not like maybe no. they just like just stick them with a the glow stick yeah. or they call the police and then eventually put them in the cryogenic prison so that they can just chill out a fucking meat yeah. popsicle <laughs> and then ultimately taking out whatever behavior they yeah. have and then replacing it with something very with something docile.
1: helpful for society, for
0: potentially. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're going to be a farmer. <laughs> like, I don't you're know. You're going to
1: farm Taco Bell.
0: This is what was kind of strange is that when he was kind of being like just very weird and belligerent in the museum, there was a lot of people that were just like shielding their children and kind of like yeah. walking away or running away from him. So the fact that it was kind of strange that this guy came up to him and was like, Hey,
1: what's your bottle, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> like what's going
0: on? It was kind of weird. I yeah, don't know. It was,
1: it was strange. Also,
0: everyone how everybody dressed was yes. very interesting. Nobody had traditional clothes. Everybody was like in a sheet, and it was supposed to be I guess like,
1: influenced by like Japanese, Japanese culture. culture. Yeah. Very
0: submissive. Very, very like robey, zen, flowy,
1: flowy. Yeah, some of them look like like actual like Japanese robes. Yes. But and some, some of them, of them were just like, like a fucking bed sheet. Weird fucking blankets.
0: Yeah. Which I was like, okay, that's what kind of stuff. Yeah. Shot. And a lot of their shoes too was still like the traditional shoes that.
1: I just honestly, you said yes. shoes last time. And yeah. I was like, I never looked at people's shoes in this movie.
0: <laughs> I only noticed it because Dr. Kato, he has a right hand man who I don't know his actual, his character name was Bob.
1: Assistant Bob.
0: Assistant Bob. But Bob, I don't know the actor's actual name, but he plays, played Otho in Beetlejuice he mm-hmm. was the fat guy that pretty much you know fucked everything up I feel like he's really good at those like sniveling kind of like <laughs> shitty sidekick yeah. kind of uh, characters like he's born to play that and in this one it's no different it's literally Otho except he's dressed as a fucking Japanese woman <laughs> with uh, like the the shoes and that's why I noticed the shoes is that they were like the wooden blocks okay. kind of he was wearing them yes and that's okay. why I was like oh shit like this is really like supposed to be I guess Japanese or whatever Yeah. Um. so it was kind of interesting interesting that they adopted this kind of lifestyle
1: it all checks out you have a nazi sympathizer yes uh running a cult vegan <laughs> world who is a weeaboo who <laughs> loves japanese culture. i was just gonna
0: say like i feel everything, like he's fetishizing yes, like japanese he's, culture he's a, he's in a a weird way. everything checks he out is a weeaboo he's a fucking weeb honestly i looked at alex at one point and i said this is what it would be like if vegans around the world <laughs> i we know some vegans that are like obviously They're, not like this or whatever it's yeah. like it's a joke like it's a, it's a joke
1: but um I but was it just was like, it was funny
0: god damn like this would be like if vegans around the world this is terrifying
1: that's what happens when you give one white guy all the
0: power <laughs> Ugh, fucking the white people <laughs> Ugh. i can't it was just like really really strange yeah that he fashionizing <laughs> all this shit and just it's actually a really fucked up movie the more you think about Absolutely. it.
1: Absolutely. The more you deep dive into the dumb details, it's like You're oh, really okay. like,
0: what the fuck? Like this guy is so crazy. It's a bad movie, but there's some interesting points. But it's still to fun. It. It's oh no, 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 no. It's yeah. a great movie. It's it's like a fun popcorn movie. Yeah. Like you're not really gonna like, get much out of it. No,
1: you're definitely not. The you're story gonna... is non-existent, which is why we blew through it in three minutes in the yeah. beginning.
0: Yeah, so when we initially did it, like when we were talking about the story and stuff, like we spent a lot of times on like topics that we talked about because they were just far more interesting they're just way more fun than the actual story because the story is like all right. yeah, it's, an it's an a cat movie. and mouse game of yeah. like it's always like the police guy trying to get like the bad guy and many many years spanning them all it's the same story that you hear all the time in a lot of action movies but the world around them is so fucking it's interesting. so much more
1: interesting and they spend so little detail
0: And so now we have to, like, draw our own fucking conclusions. And that's what (laughs) I about it. Oh,
1: we did all right. Oh,
0: my God. It's so fucked up. Now (laughs) when we watch this again, I'm going to be like, this is even stranger. I know.
1: And then we'll be like, update episode.
0: (laughs) We thought about it for a little more time. (laughs) Realize how fucked up it is. That's pretty much it that I have.
1: One of my last notes was uh, Assistant Bob helped Dr. Kato do (laughs) this horrible plan (laughs) and essentially try to murder these people that were starving in the sub-basement. Yeah. And he gets off scot-free.
0: Well, that's the thing, is that he once Dr. Kato is murdered, he then sees an opportunity to, like like a rat, like trying to leave just a sinking ship. To,
1: trying to survive. And he's
0: just like, oh, hey, by the way, Simon Phoenix, you I obviously. I totally help you need an assistant and I could be your bitch. And he was like, all right, cool, whatever, come on, girl. And they fucking went into the cryogenic prison and he was actually helping him get out all these other people. So you find out that Jeffrey Dahmer was there. Mm -hmm. And so I guess it was like specific, high-profiled, horrible people were in these cryogenic prisons and they were just thawing them out. I think they were thawing 80 people out. Yeah, it was like 80 more people to... Which I was like, how many people are actually in this I know, thing? So I was like, it's very selective. Well, I mean,
1: they only had the one set piece, so they obviously only showed that one room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it yeah, was yeah. like a whole wing of this building. True. It was like this whole fucking freezer with all the obstacles in it. Very, very true.
0: He was with him, and then... He
1: escapes. Like, Simon's gonna kill him. Yes. he escapes, and he's like, meh, bigger fish to fry.
0: Exactly. So,
1: but at the end, after Spartan blows up the fucking cryo facility... Oh, yeah,
0: this is actually a very good point to leave off.
1: He's outside, and he's like... Hey, uh, does anyone need an assistant? Well, like that motherfucker should be jailed.
0: Well, here's what happens though. So at the once the prison is like completely destroyed or whatever, he's outside, he's talking to the police captain who's like, Oh my god, Dr. Kato like led us here. What are we gonna do now? And then the scraps, which is Dennis Leary and his gang, come up and they're like, Well, we could fucking we could do whatever we want. We could like fuck this town up now. Like, whatever. Dr. Kato is no more. John Spartan's like, you guys need a healthy balance of a little bit of blood. you eat a little bread and meat and you put it together and you <laughs> get a
1: sandwich you get a sandwich and then you eat the sandwich <laughs> and then when you're done with that sandwich you make another sandwich and then you have a sandwich day
0: essentially <laughs> that's what he says to them no 100% Bob the sandwich part. then comes up to Edgar Friendly and was like oh Mr. Friendly I think you definitely need an assistant and then it kind of ends with Dennis Leary saying yeah you could be my assistant but like, let's let's talk about your hair first yeah. because the joke was is that he had like black hair but like this little patch of like platinum blonde was in the middle supposed to be very fucking futuristic i guess and i was like he was the only one that had hair like that everybody else did not have hair like that that that. was a choice (laughs) (laughs) that he made the movie leaves off where they're now going to i guess bring the best of both worlds
1: they're gonna combine the worlds to
0: I make a new world, Be a normal now. world, not like this weird, dystopian fucking...
1: garbage future.
0: Right, not, not not the carousel of progress, but also not the streets of New York. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere Robo-Cops in the middle, Detroit. <laughs> oh god yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that one oh, of course so yes that's pretty much how it that's, ends that's the movie before the credits roll up john spartan kisses, kisses huxley. lenina huxley and she's just like oh and she's just ready to be implanted oh
1: god, with his disgusting. seed because
0: he is ready to supermoon all up in her
1: <laughs> in and around he's the gonna
0: world. blow up a baby in her
1: for sure 100 percent, all the babies and
0: that's how it ends that's the ending of the movie do you recommend this movie I do. It's fun. It's a
1: fun movie. Like It's it's, it's like, shitty,
0: but it's fun to you watch. You have to that. go
1: in. Like, it's a fucking Stallone movie. Have you have to go no in. Expectations. With no
0: expectations. No
1: expectations. <laughs> you're not going to learn anything. No, no, no. But if you just think about all the dumb shit that happens, you're like, oh, that was, that was fun. It was a stupid movie.
0: Yeah.
1: There's only a few big action set pieces. So it's like you spend a lot of time in the world and they blow up most of it. Yeah.
0: But it's it's pretty Hence fun. Demolition Man. I know.
1: Which they say four times in this fucking movie.
0: He's just Demolition he's Man. The,
1: they say he's the Demolition Man. <laughs> he's just talking to himself in the mirror. I'm a Demolition
0: Man. Honestly, I'm not. If the whole day now, I'm just going to look at you and go, Demolition the- Man. <laughs> <laughs> ratatou Demolition Man.
1: I love ratatou and I'm a Demolition Man.
0: This movie reminds me of my childhood. I love that. Taco Bell. <laughs> it reminds me of Taco Bell and ratatatas and all that stuff. No, I, I mean, I definitely feel like this movie reminds me of those shitty action movies that happened in the nineties oh that were God. so fucking good yeah. and perfect. And I love this movie for that very reason, is that it's nostalgic for me. Is it a good movie? No. But is it a fun movie to like eat some popcorn to and make fun of with your friends? Absolutely. And that's what I would recommend that this movie is. It's like, it's just a good, like cheesy, you make fun of it. It's yeah. a good time.
1: It's a dumb old action movie. You don't learn it's anything great.
0: from it, but it's just, it's just, just, fun. just fun to watch. Yeah. So that's kind of where we stand. So I recommend it to you. Yeah. So now we're going to drop some fun facts. Fun
1: facts. Fun facts.
0: Demolition facts.
1: Did you notice Snipes sometimes kind of look like awkward when he punched and kicked? Yes. It's because he's actually an accomplished black belt. And his kicks were too fast for the fucking camera. So he had to slow down. So sometimes when he would attack, he would look really awkward. Yeah. It was literally because of that. He had to slow himself down so the stupid camera could get it.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know. Isn't that fucking hilarious? That's
1: interesting. (laughs) Sandy Bullock's costume in Taco Bell was made of actual stones and weighed 40 pounds.
0: It looked heavy.
1: And at the end of the scene, when she was running out, her arms were to her side. Because the, the dress was ripping.
0: That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, she had like this crazy Bob Mackie stone dress on. It was weird. But yeah. yet, ironically, something I feel like that someone would actually wear. Oh, absolutely. So.
1: It fit in that world, and weird enough, it would fit in this world too. Yeah. Pretty stupid. Agreed. Uh, Stallone wanted Simon Phoenix to be played by Jackie Chan. No. He declined, obviously.
0: Because <laughs> he has taste.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Rumble in the Bronx, anybody?
1: I love that movie. Sandra Bullock replaced Lori Petty after a few days of filming. Whoa. Uh, Petty left due to creative differences.
0: So, you know what? I, Lori Petty is like Tank Girl or whatever. Yeah. Or uh, Kit from fucking League of Their Own. Actually, I love League of Their Own. Let's
1: let's go more obscure uh, yeah. movies.
0: Actually, you know, she would have been interesting. I know. But I feel like Lori Petty's look is more of the scrap people. Yeah. Not necessarily the utopian people.
1: Yeah. I think Sandra Bullock fit up with utopias.
0: Oh, for sure. I couldn't see a love connect between Lori Penny and No, no that one weird. seemed that
1: one seems less I mean more strange.
0: After I wonder like what pissed her off though to be like Probably
1: that the movie was stupid. Yeah. The dialogue. Did you listen to what Sandy was saying the entire movie? Yeah. It was a bunch of dumb, like, jokes. and She was just really good at that. And just shit she had to say. Like, I imagine someone would be like, fuck this.
0: <laughs> you know what's so funny? That, like, her character, though, like, it totally made sense with Sandra Bullock. Because she has, like, that, like, that, like from next door. Peppy. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Lori Petty is more of, like, a scrap yeah, she's
1: more of a scrapper. She's someone that will raid the Taco Bell truck.
0: Yes, yeah. Like you want that bitch to be on your side for reading Taco Bell? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. <laughs> Wesley Snipes hated his blonde hair. Well,
0: I did too. Um,
1: <laughs> no, it's, Good. it's bad. I think everybody did. immediately after filming, he buzzed his head. Good. And apparently, that was a choice. <laughs> and then Dennis Rodman dyed his hair bleach blonde. Think about that.
0: That is hilarious. Yes, yeah. Dennis Rodman was. Is a, I remember, like, in the 90s, he was like, oh, my God, Dennis Roddenham, bad boy, yeah, fucking tattoos, piercings, blonde hair, and just, I I don't know shit about basketball, but I think he was a really good basketball player. Yeah, I
1: think so. That's why he still stayed relevant. Yeah. And he was also just a fucking weirdo. Just a
0: weirdo creep that really loved demolition Man. (laughs)
1: Or at least how Snipes looked in it.
0: Oh my god! I think he had he contacts.
1: Had a, he had a green and a blue eye.
0: Yeah, yeah, he had yeah. different eyes. So it's like, it was very weird. But he looked like an oversized Chucky doll.
1: Oh my god, he did! It it's was the great.
0: fucking overalls. It's I know. It's I was like, just like, it's how, the, oh, can on. you pull off overalls? Probably not. I don't think anybody can pull That's off just overalls except unless you're a two year old. Even then, it's like, eh, I don't know about that.
1: <laughs> I don't <laughs> know about that, problematic. David.
0: problematic. <laughs> Little straps. All right, God.
1: Dennis Leary's part was rewritten for him when he got the role.
0: Oh, I wonder who it was supposed to
1: be. I don't know. What but they, they wanted him to essentially quote his fucking specials. <laughs> like,
0: we love it so much. Yeah, they
1: wanted him to, like, rant and shit, so. Oh, my
0: God, and they, they got that. That's what you got. You got fucking Dennis got. Leary
1: stand-up in this fucking movie.
0: Well, I can't even imagine someone else... No. playing that role. No, like I he know. did a really good job playing himself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did he do? Follow himself around for a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one's actually my favorite. Rob Schneider became friends with Sandra Bullock during the movie and he had reservations about her next project, some bus movie that didn't think would take off. Speed was released a year later, 1994. Wow. And was next year's box office hit.
0: That's fucking yeah. hilarious. Fucking
1: speed, which is a great action movie by the way.
0: I would totally do a thing about speed. Absolutely. We're I ran- love speed. We're
1: randomly just gonna pepper in action movies. Yeah. Because speed it's just 2? stupid shit. Not so much. No, we have to do speed. I mean
0: 2 no, I know, but
1: Because it's so bad. <laughs> the action figure for Demolition Man in full armor is actually a repainted He-Man figure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: really <laughs> yeah. oh shit
1: there was rumored for a demolition man 2 that would take place after the movie where john and huxley would have married and jackie chan would play the main antagonist replacing snipes but the sequel didn't happen and then there was also a prequel written long ago and they thought it was gonna flop so they never made it
0: oh i wonder what the prequel was gonna the be the prequel about.
1: would have been spartan going after phoenix um, in you know regular time okay more than just the initial cold open got it the had duplicates of the frozen john spartan And put it on display in Planet Hollywood Restaurants. And I didn't know that he was uh, one of the original investors.
0: Yes, I remember that. I didn't know that. Him, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and somebody else, I think. (laughs) somebody else that was i think there was three of them that ultimately did planet hollywood and then planet hollywood like ceased to be and now i think they brought it back
1: yeah it's like super limited back
0: the only place i know of a planet hollywood though i think is is in in Walt Disney World but i think there might be one in Las Vegas or something like that
1: Las Vegas makes sense because Las Vegas is just a monster of what the hell is
0: happening when i was a kid they opened up one in Times Square me my mom and my brother went there shortly after it opened Mm -hmm. and i remembered. it it was crowded. It was crazy because it was like Times Square. Or of course. Whatever.
1: Absolutely.
0: I remember waiting online to get into this restaurant, and I remember nothing good about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I think my mom was just like, what the fuck <laughs> is this shit? And then I think we had it again when we went to Walt Disney World, and she was like, "This is gross." But we went there because I think my brother liked it because he liked all all the the, memorabilia, which I did too. But the food was terrible. Yeah, that's
1: not worth it. He didn't
0: give a shit about the food. (laughs) You know, I think anybody could tell you that.
1: Well, like we talked about earlier, the one the one police officer who was approaching Simon's Phoenix while using the little com oh, yeah. pilot was our boy Craig Schaeffer. Oh, Schaffs.
0: I love Craigy Shafts. Such a good time.
1: I know he's so great. Dennis Leary called this movie a giant piece of shit.
0: <laughs> really? Like yeah. as he was promoting it?
1: No, I think after the fact.
0: I mean, it he referred is. to it as
1: a giant piece of shit, which is like it's not a great movie, but it's fun.
0: Yeah, it was fun.
1: This movie won some awards, actually.
0: Razzies, I'm <laughs> assuming. Uh,
1: yeah, who won a Razzie?
0: Who won was an actor. It was a
1: person. I'm not giving you any more hints.
0: Sandra Bullock. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sandy Bullock for Worst Supporting Actress. She was
0: terrible. She was
1: nominated. She didn't win. But yeah. this one like Best Villain MTV Movie Award nominated. Oh Wesley my
0: Snipes. God. I, you know what? I used to love the MTV Movie Awards. Oh my God. They were they used to be so good. In the 90s, they were mm. fantastic.
1: Back when movies were good?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Back when that, MTV was good? But I, yes, I'll say that. I'll agree to that statement. Oh my God. There would be so much good ones. Oh, I remember like, I think like the best kiss in 1996. Which one was? One. That was the Vivica A. Fox and Will Smith kiss from Independence Day. From Independence Day. Day. Yeah. The MTV Movie Awards was like fun to watch. I never cared about the music awards but the movie awards I fucking love.
1: Well, movies are great. Yeah. Independence Day, also a great movie. <sighs> I could talk about that. We never watched the second one.
0: No, I don't need to. I've heard i don't it's garbage need to, but because I think we're gonna have no, to. No, I know we have to but like I don't need to because Independence Day for me was just so it's good. It's such
1: a good movie. Like
0: I don't need to ruin it or you know.
1: Yeah. I know. Soil it, but with anything we're gonna else. ruin it.
0: I know. We're gonna soil it together. <laughs>
1: okay, that's demolition man.
0: Whoa!
1: I know. So our next one is already picked. Yeah. If you don't follow us on Twitter at boardpod,
0: seriously, follow or just us. search
1: for Dead and Board Podcast, it'll mm-hmm. pop up with this amazing logo. Thank Hi. you, Madeline. Thank um, you, Madeline.
0: You're fantastic.
1: we did a poll which is something we'll do every once in a while yeah keep you guys involved in picking except for this we just wanted to do this movie and last place we have the new sonic movie third place we have the avengers movies second place i know what you did last summer and our next episode that's coming out the shining
0: (gasps) oh my god oh my god
1: i hope you don't like that movie because we don't either
0: (laughs) we are going to destroy it for you you can hate it
1: so that is coming please follow us on twitter yes ask me any questions you want
0: yeah ask me Anything. any questions yeah ask, you all can of us. ask me questions you can too. ask both of us don't questions. be scared of me <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> no i had a lot of fun um this was a good romp yes and like i said if you see it for free go check it out if yeah. you have to pay for it don't even think about it <laughs> if
1: it's more than three dollars for a rental don't don't do don't it don't
0: fucking do it it's
1: a terrible, terrible. movie but terrible. it's unless you like stallone movies then you've probably already seen it. honka
0: So you guys continue to stay safe, stay happy, stay healthy. Or try to be happy. Be anyway. well, everyone. Just Be well, everyone. Be well.
1: And if you have any boggle, please tweet at me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can hit stop. All
0: right. Love you guys. Bye, guys. Bye. We'll see you
1: soon.